for advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpupsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. How you doing? This is Leonard Weaver, and you're listening to Corner Pub Sports, baby. I'll smack you in the mouth, I'm Neil Diamond. Corner Pub Sports. Brought to you by Wildfire Radio. Friday night, here once again. We're back, Corner Pub Sports. Coming at you live here on Friday night, as we do every Friday, except for last Friday night. Yeah, somebody bowed out on us. You know, that's what happens when you go away. Oh, good for you. Oh, good for you. What is up, everybody? We're at Corner Pub Sports. I'm Sean. This is Gary. Hey, it's a, two, it's a twofer. That's a twofer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Canada. Twofer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're in Kensington. Yeah. It's a fucking twofer. You know, I had a, I actually had a Kensington joke that, uh, a couple of days ago that this whole rap battle with uh, Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly or something. Nonsense. I, I said the last time, like, like, two white dudes battling over rap, it's like two dudes in Kensington battling over a corner. <laughs> like, like no, one, no one cares. Yeah, man. rap. They don't use raps in Kensington. They bareback <laughs> it there. Oh, my God. <laughs> So what is up, man? What's going on? Yeah. 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 That's it. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's going on. Although now we're not technically drinking Naked Bruin tonight. We want to thank Naked Bruin as we do every week. Um, because they, they do uh sponsor the show for our beer supply every week. And uh want to thank them very much as always. Check them out at nakedbruincompany.com. Um, great people over there. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> in Huntington, Huntington Valley, uh, they uh, they always treat us well. So, but in honor beer, of beer, 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 I'm going for a beer, 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 beer. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some beer. What are we drinking tonight, Gary? Uh, Murphy's. A little imported from Cork. We're drinking Ireland. a little Murphy's, are we? Little Murphy's. A little Murphy's. Not right Murphy. Right out of Murphy. Cork. Cook Ireland. So uh, I uh, was away last week. I was in Ireland. Uh, started in Dublin, uh, which was great. Um, and then we went down to Cork, and which was even better. Uh, I gotta be honest. If you're gonna put go a to, cork in it, if you're gonna go to Ireland, go to Cork. Uh, and I would maybe spend a day in Dublin. That's about it. We spent two or three. I, I think it was a little too much. To be honest with you, it's it's nice, but it's like a city. Too much of like a city. Um, but Cork's like what you want Ireland. To be. This is a good song. The dude's hammered in a video. He's just trying, <laughs> can't stay he on can't, his feet. Oh, man. 
And he looks like a worker, right? He's construction worker. Oh, you got you got to admire his enthusiasm. Man. Oh yeah, the dude came and walked. Oh man, but <laughs> I think so. I joined Untapped, the app Untapped, and I estimated that I tried 25 different beers while I was there. Uh, I basically drank every beer at the one bar at Costigan's uh, in Cork. I think I drank every single bar they had, on, every single beer they had on tap there at the bar. Um, Are they all dark? No, 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 no. no. There's, uh, they have, they, they're, they're, the craft uh, beer scene is, is actually opening up in, in Ireland. Um, there's, there's older breweries like Franciscan Wells, um, which makes different stuff like Reds and, and Pale Owls okay. and stuff like that. But there's other like craft beers that are opening up down there too. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, what's the one? Hops Thirteen was the one. That's a newer one. They make like lagers and so. Uh, but yeah, so the Murphy's uh, is made in Cork, and uh, it's kind of like the rival to Guinness. Although here in the states, there's no rival. But there, it's it gives Guinness a little run. I mean, it's been around almost just as long. Um, but uh, you know, this <laughs> almost crazy. He's <laughs> still trying to get up. Remind. Reminds me of Down Away Dave. Isn't, uh, isn't one of them owned by Heineken now? Uh, yes, well, quite a few of them are. Um, yeah, Heineken kind of oversees, I think, three major beers. And Murphy's is one. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they uh, not Heineken, uh, not Guinness, but Murphy's. Yeah, Heineken kind of, I think they partially or fully own Murphy's now. I'm not entirely sure, but. Um, well, Heineken was the one that tried to distribute it in the States. Okay. And it, and it, but then it wasn't as successful as they thought it would be. Okay. All right. So they kept it just as Murphy's in. Yes. Okay. It's good stuff, man. But yeah, it's, a, it's a good song. Beer, 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 beer. That song's in my head all all night now. Shut the fuck up! I'm going to be hey, saying that. fuck yourself. <laughs> who are you talking to? <laughs> who do you think you're talking to? You're a fucking jetpack. Who do you think you're talking to? Give me a beer, you old whore! <laughs> Where's my beer, you animal? Bring over your animal. <laughs> but I, before the show, you asked how the food was, man, uh, over there, and it was phenomenal. Everything was really good. Uh, the first place we went to it was actually on a um, cobblestone street in Dublin called Fleet Street. And uh, original, you know, the original stone, you know, cobblestone street since the early days. And uh, it, it's closed. To, well, I guess, the, I guess portions of it are closed to traffic, you know, cars. But, um, you know, you can walk through and it's basically like kind of like south street where you just kind of mosey or maybe that's a bad example um ybor city in tampa um maybe the the stripped in you know the um shit the hell's the name of strip in uh vegas not not the main strip um fremont street in vegas you know it's closed off the traffic it's just bars and oh, yeah, restaurants yeah, yeah. just both sides and uh so we, we went to this one restaurant called the the, the box tea and uh it's the first meal I had there. I had a chicken box tea. It's basically like a potato um, pancake wrapped in uh, chicken and like this special like sauce inside. And, oh my god! I'm like, it was amazing. And, she, and uh, my wife got the uh, steak one, and it was it was so good. And and my my I'm facing the window of this place, and there's some and this again. This is when we first got in Dublin. Like we were like barely like awake and shit, and some drunk. Is sitting on a wall, staring at us, and he's, <laughs> and you know, at first I thought he's homeless or whatever. I'm like, no, he's not homeless because he's got a cell phone, he's got a nice pair of shoes on. He's just drunk, you know. 
And then some other people like walked over next to him, and he's like, "All right, I'm out." And he like, kind of like stumbled away. You know, it was funny, man. But it was, like there was a lot of a lot of people watching in Dublin, at least. Um, but uh, the whole thing, like you know, all they do is drink. Um, yeah, yeah that's probably it's true. true. It's true. Yeah, it is true. There's a lot of drinking. But you know what? The thing was though, I didn't see anybody like get thrown out of a bar. I didn't see any fights. no violent drinking. There was nothing like that. It were, everyone's just happy, and it wasn't like no one was so smashed they couldn't talk. Like I think the one night I was probably the most drunk one in there. The the one night at the one bar, um, we closed the bar down. I closed the bar down like three nights in a row or something. Uh, <laughs> Is that the night you were singing? Yeah, yeah, that was that night. Yeah, I was singing with the singing with the Irish band, and then uh, the night before, I got thrown out of the hotel bar. You gotta so, go. It's time we're closing. Yeah, we're closing. You you, you got to go up to your room. I'm like, all right. It's only ten o'clock. What are you talking? They about? close early, man. The bars don't stay open late there. No, no, no. But it was a, it was a good time, man. It was a really good time. Now, the, can you get carry out from the bars there? Um. Or is there a specific spot where you get the carry? You know, not. The, I mean, the bars I went to were all really like I went to smaller pubs. On purpose, that's what I went to do. Yeah, know? I hear you. I went to get the real experience, and I'll tell you what, it was it was about as, what I, you know, it's about what you think it could be. You know, the small pubs, everyone's kind of talking, having a good time. Everybody, that, that the bartenders and the clients were just, the clientele, I should say, was just awesome. Like, you can have a conversation about anything with anybody there. That's awesome. Actually, when I first went in there, I went to bring this up, because um, it is sports-related. Uh, the f- when we went to Cork, which is a couple of days after we got there, I think we went to Dublin. We were there for three days and went to Cork after that. The first day was Sunday, and they had the big Gaelic football matchup. You ever you ever, you ever hear Gaelic, Gaelic football? So it's is it like soccer? It's kind of like soccer, but better. But the ball shaped more like a football. No, it's a soccer. It's basically like a soccer ball. They have soccer nets. They have a goalie, but above the nets on each side looks like. Um, Football. Um, field goal post. Yeah, it looks like field goal post. So if you score a goal, it's three points. Or two points, I'm sorry. No, yeah, it's three. It's three. It's three. If you score an actual soccer-type goal, if you get it through the post by throwing it or kicking it or whatever, you can throw it over if you want. A lot of people were kicking it. Kicking it from midfield, making it through the upright. It was insane. Um, that's one point. And that's how basically how it goes. And the thing is, instead of kicking, like you can, you can obviously, like I said, you can throw it. So you can touch it with your hands. But you have to make a ball movement. Like you have to either dribble it, like a basketball, or, or kick it, you know, or dribble mm. it with your feet every like four steps. And it's rough. Like you can run into each other and shit. It's not like rugby rough, but like you can make contact with people and stuff. And it was pretty cool, man. It was actually really entertaining. And uh, we watched Dublin uh, actually win their fourth straight title uh, that night. But um, but apparently the, the Gaelic football came from hurling, which is kind of like. Field hockey meets rugby meets um, lacrosse, hmm. and that came out like the, I think like two thousand years ago. Hurling started, and uh, it's like the first sport basically. You know, like hockey came from hurling, like that's where oh, it came shit. from. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. That was now that sport. That one's like like I said, it's like rugby. Like you can basically fucking tackle somebody, and yeah. So it was it was really cool, man. And a lot of history over there, and and uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. Really good, really good time. Well, fuck each other up, then we'll have a Guinness. <laughs> That's right. I learned how to pour a Guinness properly. Uh, there is a technique. It's spelled right out on the can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't do it right, you're going to fuck your shit up. It's true. It's, it is true. The bears can smell the menstruation. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and uh, drippy, drippy, the, Jam- drippy. The, Jam- the Jameson tour was outstanding. Uh, learning how the uh, whiskeys are made, basically, and uh, did a taste test of um, Jameson and Johnny Walker Black Label and uh, Jack Daniels, and uh, and they're all distilled in different different ways. Like the Jameson's distilled three times, uh, Black Label's twice, and Jack Daniels is once. And you can when you do a side by side, holy crap! Like you can totally tell the difference. And like uh, the black label's real smoky. The Jack Daniels just—I've never been a big fan of Jack Daniels. No. I gotta be honest with you. It, it's it's way too harsh. The Jameson's smoother and like, yeah. I mean, granted, yeah, it's at the Jameson factory, so like, I don't know if they altered it in any way. Bunch but, of drunken mix. But I will tell you <laughs> what, man, it was uh, it was awesome. Um, it was a good time. So, but I'm glad to be back here on the show. With you, with Giddy you, up. with you, my lad. Must be weird not having anybody come on you. <laughs> so you went to Naked last week. Sometimes I did. Yeah, that's good. Visit our sponsor on a week off. That's yeah, good. it was it was a good time. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, you know what? Before before we get into it, um, let me let me uh, get a word from uh, one of our sponsor. Um. So, you know, ever since I started this podcast here on Corner Plus Sports, people have been asking me for advice, and usually I learn, you know, it's 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 what, you know, what, what team to bet on this week? You know, who, who do you want to bet on? So, the truth is, I don't know what's going, who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you are betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They are the best bet this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. You lay down some cash, and you win big today. I'm going to tell you right now, I would only recommend a service that my listener, to, my, to my listeners that, that's been good to me. And, and honestly, I, I've, you know, I've used my bookie. Uh, you know, I, don't, I don't bet often, me personally, um, but when I do, I've used my bookie. I, I, I used them for the Super Bowl last year, the year before that as well, uh, and, and the payouts – you know, you know. This is why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay, and and um, it it doesn't. You know, they they match your they match your deposit dollar for dollar. Wow. Um, yeah. So use promo code uh, corner. Okay, C O R N E R to activate this offer to to for them to match you dollar for dollar. Um, again, it's my bookie, M Y B O O K I E, and don't forget to use the promo code corner. Uh, and when you create your account to claim your bonus, so you pay, you win, you get paid, and and they pay out quickly, and uh, so definitely recommend it. So check them out again, my bookie. All right, so you did a really good job with that, Sean. Oh, thanks, man. You're still a jet bag, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll start a sentence. And I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. I just got to get bigger print because my printer, man, my uh, the ink was kind of wearing. I'm like, ah. And, and, of course, here at the bar, we're under a red light. <laughs> and the, the print's like, I guess. Yeah, you're always bitch about needing something bigger. Yeah, it's true. In my eyes, man. <laughs> my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, getting all stung up by bees. <laughs> you fuck, that's what you get. Uh, that's fuck. honey. You're not supposed to stick your penis in there. <laughs> the wicker man. Uh, <laughs> is that fucking great? 
Well, eyes. <laughs> that's great. Dude, he's the worst actor ever. God damn, he's so he's so bad. All right, so let's get to it, shall we? The Philadelphia Eagles began their title defense last night. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. And not only that, the banner was raised. That thing was fucking Yeah. But there was one thing about that banner that they did not have on there, Sean. I think I know where you're going with this. Well, fill me in. I'm a little disappointed in the fact that it doesn't say L-I-I. It did not. On it. That kind of bothers me. Like, it, you know, Super Bowl L-I-I. And then underneath, you should say 2017 Super Bowl champs yes. or something. The fact that it just says 2017 Super Bowl champs. Like, maybe we're nitpicking. But, like, I, th- I was expecting the logo to be there. You know what I mean? Like, there. it should be Super Bowl L-I-I champs. But maybe they're like, yeah, yeah you know, maybe we don't want to prove to everyone that we waited 52 years to win our first Super Bowl. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. So, I, I agree. I, I That bothered me. You know, when I saw it, I was like, all right, it's cool. It's it's big and it's great to have a banner at Lincoln Financial Field, but it says Super Bowl champs on it. It bothered me too, and I drank two beers and ate a few wings and carried on. Man, I'll tell you what, we we partied it up last night. Ugh. Still paying for it. I got off the plane at two thirty and get home until three thirty, and yeah, you were up for fucking twenty four hours straight. Yeah, I think I counted twenty seven hours. I was Ooh. up. Yeah, I was up twenty seven hours straight. Ouch. Yeah, it's all right. It was worth it because we got to see a win. Yes, we, we did. didn't expect it. No. So the Eagles win eighteen to twelve. Uh, just the score that everyone predicted. They know. they were flat that whole first half. Both teams were. Both teams were man. It was a not a great start for either team. I really think that Matt Ryan is just intimidated by this defense. He just cannot get anything going. I'll tell you what. Um, it's it's insane. I think his last three or four starts here, he, he's his numbers are dismal. They're not good. Um, it, it's it's crazy because I mean this is kind of his hometown and basically his hometown, the closest team to where he grew up. And the last three times we beat them Falcons, do you know how we did it with the run game? Yeah. What was yeah. non-existent the first half yesterday? The run yeah. game. Yeah, they they weren't running the ball. No. at all. Uh, very few times that they run the ball, and they started off with Sproles, which you know we were talking about. Uh, when we're watching the game, it was kind of interesting because Sproles is uh, not the type of bat that I would expect to. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe it was maybe it's a testament like to, to, to Sproles. Maybe it was like, hey, you know, you've worked your way back. Now you're getting the start. Well, I tell you like what, that. those injuries that he suffered and the way he was bouncing around yesterday, whew. yeah, he doesn't look like he really. No, missed, no. like when they when they said that they brought him back and he said he was going to play and this and that, I thought, well, why? You know what I mean? But yeah. goddamn, seeing what he did last night. Yeah, the he way did. He, Jeez, you don't look like he missed a beat. He was he was fantastic, man. He did a great job. I love that little dude, man. Yeah. Little Mighty Mouse. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. <laughs> they see me sprawling. They're hating. <laughs> but I mean they can't they can't put him in that predicament where he's or get him killed. They'll get him killed. Yeah, well, you know, we we, uh, we were screaming for a job. Where's a Jai? Where's a Jai? He didn't come in until there was eleven minutes left in the end in the first half. Yeah, and then what happened? I mean, he had 20, uh, 20, 20 touches. Yeah, and, yeah he and did then, have twenty and then touches. What he scores two touchdowns, two touchdowns, two point conversion. Uh, you know, a Jai just kind of led the way yesterday for the offense. Um, you know, let's talk, let's talk about the things that were good. You know, before we get into the other side of things. But yeah, a Jai was definitely a good thing. 
You mentioned before the show, Jason Peters. Oh my God, he he looked like he missed a beat no, either. He was phenomenal last night. I I mean, I don't I don't remember hearing his name called once. Not once. And he's he's going against Vic Beasley to start off. You know, start off the uh, his his season when he hasn't played since last October. And he, he was he didn't even get winded. He played the whole game. Ninety something degrees out. You know, on the other side, I mean, Lane got beat up. A, yeah, a few times, did. you know, Lane got uh, there was one sack. Man, Foles didn't have any chance. Um, but that usually happens with Lane Johnson in the first two or three games. You know what I mean? I, he'll, he'll 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 get it. But the line overall was solid. They were solid. Yeah, they were solid. There was a couple things. You know, Kelsey got banged up a little bit. He came back, but um, but yeah, I thought they were fine. You know, uh, the line was good. Another thing that was good that that defense. Jesus they were phenomenal. Christ. They're going to carry us while Wentz is out. Well, we were just saying, and um, you know, both teams started off sloppy, and I, I guess I kind of ever have to retract that a little bit. The Falcons went marched right down the field on the Eagles yeah. to start off the game, but they went for it on fourth down and missed instead of kicking the field goal at the goal line. But they were in the red zone for for forward in place and couldn't get it in the end zone. All right, all right, and uh, yeah, they have red zone in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. it hurts. <laughs> Is your end zone in the red zone? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Try soft-acting to nacting. Boom. <laughs> when your end zone's in the red zone. <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> Why does it keep saying boom? Boom. <laughs> when I had a fucking, what's it called? I was a, uh, I was John Madden commercial. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Boom. Boom! And then he comes around and we watch the Cowboys games. That's all I ever come. Remember him in uh him in Summerall, man. It was always the Cowboys. But that you know, it's the same thing with Nail with Bach and Aikman. Those guys they to get the Cowboys all the time. There was nothing like fucking John Madden, though. No, no. That's when I you know I was a younger. This is Howard Cosell. A lot better than what we had last night. That's one thing that was bad. Oh. Those two. Now I've always been an Al Michaels fan. He's he's losing it. Yeah, he's starting to lose it, man. Like he, he's, he's starting to have trouble with names and stuff. Like I don't know. And Collinsworth, he's just a douchebag, oh, pencil man. neck geek. This is how he starts off. If I was to tell you that Tom Brady, like first, okay, first of all, I get that the Eagles played the Patriots. Patriots were not in the, this game. So why even bring his fucking name up Fuck yeah. to talk about the Eagles Super Bowl? But that's how it was. If I was to tell that he threw for 500 or 5 yards and blah, 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 and, they, and then he would lose to the Eagles, you think I was crazy. No, just think, like, why do you have to put it that way? Like, why don't you just say, look, the, David beat Goliath, or, you know, whatever. Come up with another way to put it. I don't know. But give the Eagles some credit. Like, I mean, I guess he did, but it was kind of like... You know, Tom Brady did all this and how great he was. He'll give him, but yeah, he still him, lost. He'll and give, like, yeah, he'll give him a few things of credit, and then he'll throw jabs. Mm-hmm. It was just weird the way he put it. Like he, in a backwards way, he kind of gave Eagles credit for winning the Super Bowl, for being able to pull that off. But like, dude, you know, we scored forty-one on them. You know. Well, what about that about that guy that's on this show with uh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp? What the fuck's his oh, name? Oh, that fucking little douchebag. Um, what the fuck is his name? I'm picturing his fucking face. It's Dallas fan. Yeah, I know. I got his face. But he said that I that Eagles it. defense 
is going to be number one and is going to blast this league all season. Hmm. And they're not even healthy yet. Bradham was out. You know, Bradham was out uh, yesterday. Michael Bennett barely got his feet underneath him yesterday. He he, he only played a little bit, I think. Uh, you know, Jordan Hicks has come back from ACL. Um, why can't I think of that fucking guy's name? I I got him. I'm picturing his face. His yeah, it's a guy. It's a guy you want to smack. Yeah, Skip Bayless. That's it. Yeah, Skip Bayless. Fucking chip bag Bayless. <laughs> chip Bayless. Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was Chris one thing. Ben I, Walsh should have murdered his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing that uh, that I that I didn't like. But other things I liked uh, offensively. Uh, yeah, Jai Sproles, the line. Uh, Nick Foles, he didn't kill him. He didn't win it for him. But he, you know, he he held his own. I mean, he did he did fine. He didn't cost him. But this is the Nick Foles you, you can also get. Yeah, but he but he wasn't so bad that he cost him the game. So like, you know what I mean? Like he, well, eighty percent of your offense is your quarterback showing. Yeah, but when the guy was carving up the defense, running the well, ball. Hey, hey, Clement, you know, Clement had a couple couple runs. Uh, uh, wide receivers, uh, you know, that's well, who? Yeah, where? That's what I was going to say. What? I didn't see anything there. No, um, but not entirely their fault. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but like you said, defense was fantastic. That front seven put pressure on Ryan. They hit him quite a few times. Um, the cornerbacks. I mean, um, I tell you what, not uh, Russell, uh, not Russell Douglas. Um, yeah, yeah, it was Russell Douglas. Came up with the interception. Yes. Yeah. In the end zone. He got beat a couple times early, and then he came back and, and did that. Uh, you know, picked it off late in the game, which was huge. And then the fact that they stopped them again in, in the fourth quarter with the game on the line at the very end of the game. It was like a repeat of the fucking playoff game. Same thing, but just the other side of the field. Uh, you know, the other side of the end zone. You know, they, they threw a pass to Julio. Julio's out of bounds. Game over. Eagles win, which is awesome. And they got fifth chance, five chances to do it. They just couldn't do it, which is outstanding. This this is the definition of a Ben do not break defense, and they had that last year too. Well, I mean, this happens sometimes in the NFL, but also there was – there was three passes that if if the Atlanta Falcons defensive players were able to catch a ball, we lose this oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah, you're we right. lose this yeah, game. You're right, you're right. So that's why I'm not totally saying that Foles was a good thing. I just in but the I, end he didn't catch. Ca- well, not not even, even to give a little bit of positive towards Foles. When they started having the receivers come across the middle, he was he was completing passes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where his strong point is. He does not like to go to his third read. Yeah. He needs to hit the ball with his first or second read. Well, here's the other thing. Um, you know, Atlanta plays a, co- a cover three uh, defense, and um, Foles does, usually does well against cover threes. His, his career, I think he's I think he's 3-0 or 4-0 against teams that play, um, you know, just cover three defenses. So, he, you know, he manages well. He, he ends up. I don't think he has fantastic numbers statistic-wise, but he's he's. And there's also there's there's no faces there on the receiving core. He has doesn't have much chemistry with. Right. I just don't think he felt real comfortable without Alshon. Well, being on the other side. So let's go to the things that bothered you, and and one thing is the fact that he was underthrowing his receivers. Yes. Mike Wallace is new to this team. Mike Wallace still, you know, I was listening to uh, the post game show on the way home from the game last night, and it was, I wanted to call up be like. Did you watch the same fucking game I did? Mike Wallace, they're like, oh, he lost a step. No, he didn't. The balls are being thrown two yards behind no, him. No, he didn't. Foles isn't putting much, 
you know, he, he's too fast for Foles to, to, to know where to chemistry. push the ball. Yeah, he doesn't have the chemistry with him. So I don't know where they're getting that from. You know, balls were underthrown. He's trying to reach behind him to catch a pass. I'm like, man, I, I don't know. He'll be okay. Yeah, and then, and then uh, what was the other thing they said, too? Uh, said something about Freeman being the best running back in the league. I'm like, no, he's not. Uh, I don't know. There's a guy named Todd Gurley. There's, you know, guys like David John. I, I, and I hate p- to say it, but Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, he's definitely better than Freeman. Uh, Freeman's a, a decent running back. He's one of the upper echelon, probably top ten in the league, but don't give me top. But anyway, that's that's their problem, fucking radio station. Fuck them guys. Um, the other thing was Zach Ertz that bothered me. Um, Drop five passes. Dude, I didn't, I didn't realize it was that many. Five passes. Oh, my God. Last year, he did not drop one. He was 102% catch catch percentage last year. 102. Man. That's unheard of. Yeah, that's that's insane. And then you drop five in one game. Hey, you had a bad game. It, you know, it happens. Uh, so, I guess if anybody didn't have focus that they – you know, they, they were worried about the team not having focus, especially after the fact, you know, you win the, you win the Super Bowl, you have the parade, you basically spend the whole offseason celebrating. You go into camp with no drama, except for the fact that you don't know if Wentz is playing. Um, you know, that's basically the biggest storyline you had. This is why I said before, before to get this. Still a distraction, though. It's, it's hard to repeat. Mm-hmm. It's hard. But, I mean... You know who wins Super Bowls? I mean, who wins championships and wins games? Defense. Defense does it. I mean, for the most part, I guess defense can decide a game because uh, last year's Super Bowl <laughs> was different. You know, all those yards, Jesus most yards Christ. ever in any NFL game in in history. But Tom Brady threw for the most yards in his career and still lost. But the, but the defense yes. still kept them out of the end zone. They kept, you know, they uh, – the strip sack, you know, stopping them at the end. I mean, they, the defense still came up big. So, yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely true. I mean, they, even despite that game. There's something I wanted to bring. Is that fucking long? Is he is he drinking something from the Fountain of Youth? I don't know. Dude, he was in the backfield a he lot. He does not show any sign of aging. Uh, and uh, and uh, another guy to add to the good list is uh, Hill, uh, who uh, filled in in linebacker oh, yes. yesterday. He, absolutely. He made a huge, huge tackle yes, on, on a big did. play early in the game. It's actually for the uh, the goal line stand, the first goal line stand, mm-hmm. uh, to stop Freeman from getting the end zone. That was huge, huge, huge for them. That was a hell of a hit, too. Yeah, yeah, hell it was. A legal hit. Yeah, no, it was. He, he went down low on the guy, but he, you know, and he Lee stopped him. No. no, none. See, it can be done. None of those penalties last night. No, no, no helmet nope. penalties last night, which is good. Well, That's they, good. They did also say you're going to see an abundance of it in preseason, mm-hmm. just so they can determine what they're going to call a penalty and what they're not going to call a penalty. Yeah. So I was drinking my beer. Drink up. Finishing up my Murphy's. You enjoy your Murphy's, have you? That was a good beer. Yeah, it's good. Pretty good. It's uh, <laughs> Like I said, it's light. It's not, you know, you were worried dark beers. Um, Guinness well, it's isn't. Not, it's not a porter. Guinness isn't. Yeah, porters are the ones you got to watch out for. Porters are generally heavier than that. Yeah, the stouts aren't heavy. It's just got. I'm not a big coffee. Like, I don't like coffee. You can definitely taste coffee. You get the coffee flavor yeah. with that, but. Um, and I like coffee. And they do it on purpose. I mean, they 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 have that flavor. I I don't, but it, I don't mind this. Yeah, it's it's fine with me. So, um, oh, an Irish coffee, I believe, is is a coffee with a shot of Jameson in it. Um, Bailey's, it. oh Bailey's, Bailey's, yeah. Yep. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. I got myself another beer. 
Um, but the uh, other things I didn't like, yeah, Ertz, um, the fact that Foles was underthrown Wallace. Um, the Jai didn't run the whole first quarter. Yeah, that, that bothered me a little bit. Uh, he's a volume runner. The more he runs, the stronger he's going to get. Yeah, I'm I mean, he's looking for him to break. I mean, he's, not, he's not like runners. he's not like the the type like the Marco Murray type who right. needs to touch the ball twenty times and have suitable numbers. Right, but he does need he he can't run the ball three times in the first quarter and, and then he sits a quarter. Yeah, right. He can't do that. Basically, yeah. So that's the one thing. Like you're carrying. What are they carrying? Four running backs. Well, you got a Jai. You got Clement, Sproles, Clement, Sproles, and Smallwood. Smallwood. So you got yeah. You're carrying four this year. Last year they carried five. Oh, small one. He'll, he'll end up with a soft tissue injury. Yeah. His penis. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, the fact that he His has penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is called Smallwood. Well, it's it's true. Um, so, you know, we, we have uh, we have a situation here, again, where it, I don't think it's running back by committee. At least you don't think it is. But I guess we kind of have to temper our, our ex, you know, our – Anxiety here because of the fact that you know Sproles is coming back from injury. Um, I think they kind of wanted to throw him a bone to just to give him the chance to get some carries early. I think that's all it was. Clement, we know it can be a nice change of pace back, but I think Ajay is still the guy. Like Ajay is going to be the starter on this team. And I agree. but but Peterson doesn't seem like the at the same time I say that, but Peterson doesn't seem this like the type to say you're definitely the number one guy on our depth chart. No, he's not going. He's not going to do it. No. Excuse me, why grab a beer? Have a beer, Sean. <laughs> I think I will. Beer, 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 beer. What is it? Let me drink a beer. But I, 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 mean, Ajayi has to be the featured back. Mm. He's got to be. Like you said, you know, the more the more he touches the ball, the better off he is. Um, and he proved that last night. He was outstanding. He's a hard runner, man. If you get him in a rhythm and a zone, whew. Yeah, he can do that. He he can did really well, man. He has a couple broken tackles last night. He, he did he did well, man. Um, he's strong. Jake Elliott scared me a little bit. Ugh. That one that one F field goal. Yeah. Fucking shot it across. I'm like, man, this dude just struggles when it's short. Like I I don't know what's going on there, man. It it, it like jetted across from uh, left to right. I was like, wait, he missed that, and they called it good. I'm like, oh, thank God. He just made it. Yeah. That was that was pretty close, you know, because I don't think he's backing off on the power one. You know, I mean, I don't think he realizes he's got to back off on the thing a little bit. Um, he's putting I, his whole. I guess. Leg in I mean, I, I'm. You know, I've never been uh, good at kicking. I I tried it's like messing around. Deck. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't have that down. I I don't know. I don't know how they do it. To be honest with, you. I don't know how they get these forty and fifty yarders well, and shit. Well, Even punting, man. I, I Jesus. Well, the way the NFL's going, they're going to try to eliminate that fucking kicking game anyway. <laughs> yeah. Might as well not even call it football anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the new flag leak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh but the, the, you know, those are some things there, but like you know, we were we were starting off the show, we did our little periscope and uh Facebook Live and stuff, so maybe but you know, I said it on both accounts. I did not expect them to win that game last night. I did. And then I thought during the week, I said, "I don't know, man. They might not. They might not win this one." Now, when I got to the bar, I just didn't think they were going to win. I just didn't feel it. I, I thought too many distractions. Um, Atlanta's a good team. Atlanta was trying to get the revenge factor for last year. Yes, you're home, 
which by the way, I think Peterson is fifteen and four now at home yes. since he's become the coach of the Eagles, which is that's insane. The regardless of what the record is, they're not gonna lose at home. You still don't think they're gonna lose at home no. this year? No. Not gonna lose in the nest, man. So at home this year, you had Atlanta, which you won. You had the Colts. That's a win. You're home against Minnesota early. No? Nope. You're home against Carolina. The Jacksonville game's in London, but that's an away game. Apparently, it's, it's counting as an away game. Uh, you're home against Dallas. That's a win. You're home against the Giants. That's a win. You're home against Washington. Win. Home against Houston. Win. The only game... The only game it's uh, right now, obviously injuries, you know, barring injuries, is Minnesota. That I'm like, oh, man, I don't come know. on, man. Did you not see what Nick did to them last? Oh. Nah, they're not gonna lose to them. Yeah, no. We'll see. We'll see how they look on Sunday. Dalvin Cook comes back. New quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins always oh, has. He's luck. a quality quarterback. He always has luck against the Eagles, man. A lot of people don't like him and don't care for him and don't. He's a quality quarterback. Which is weird to me. Like I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't get the hate. He's a, he's a great above Keenum. Yeah. No, he's absolutely above Keenum, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think here. And he is a fiery guy too, man. So even so, even if they do lose, I only on paper I only have them losing once at home. If if they even lose that game, I I'm not even. We'll see how things go, but. As it stands now, I I think maybe they lose that one. But even so, you're seven one at home. I'm <laughs> like fuck. Like that's that's what they were last year. Yes. Most teams would die to win seven games in a year. Like I'm looking at you, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Cleveland, where your career goes to die. Yeah. When was the last time they had a winning season? Was fucking Bernie Kosar a quarterback? Two thousand two is the last time they made the playoffs. Fucking 16 years ago. Jesus Christ, man. I, you know, I didn't know this. The Redskins only have one playoff win this century. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I, I, I I read that today. In, uh, uh, I think it was Sports Illustrated. I was I was looking through it. And I'm like, holy shit. Who gives a fuck? We're the champs. Yeah, I know. I just want, I just want to throw it out there. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, so... Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I just I thought they were it was gonna be sloppy, uh, the whole banner thing. Uh, that's what I was kind of getting at. You know, winning the Super Bowl, having the parade, having the off season. You're still celebrating. You get your rings. You're lowering the banner. It's home on the main stage. Nick Foles is quarterback in after having not a great preseason. Do you think his book tour is affecting him? No, no, I don't give a shit about that. I I, I think he's he's too much of a professional. To let something like that he bother is. him. Same thing with Peterson. People were getting on Peterson about it. Uh, these guys are professionals, man. They, they know what's expected. They know what they know what's at stake. It's a big deal. Let them write a fucking book. Write a fucking book, won't you? And bring that book right over here. Put that book on your balls. I'll show you what the fucking book. You put that, that book, book right, right over your fucking balls, you. <laughs> what that even means. You're going to hurt somebody upstairs. There ain't nobody upstairs. <laughs> go home and get your fucking shine box. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know how the fuck those guys played in that heat last night. Uh, 90 fucking degrees. Yeah. I mean, well, I think it was what, 85. We had the relative humidity. Do you know what the relative humidity is? 
What? It's the sweat that drips off your balls when you're banging your cousin. <laughs> so now your balls are sticking to your cousin instead right. of your leg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Relative humidity. Sounds good to me. How can you argue with that logic? Hurt <laughs> that one down. Ah, uh, sticky balls. Not sticky buns from Fritz. Sticky <laughs> balls. <laughs> oh shit. Well, um, the one thing though that I, I do think that keeps him keeps him ma- uh, maintaining focus, and I think it's been. I mean, we don't give enough credit to him, and we. Sh- I don't know how we still don't, but we should, and we. I guess we'll see how this this season pans out. Is Peterson even seems to be more fiery than it was last year? Oh yeah, Peterson seems to have. Like, and I was just, you know, we were talking about the, his book tour and all. And that's what I was kind of alluding to. Is I'm not worried about it because I think he is so focused and has such a good mindset right now. And this is the same guy that after season one, I'm going, I don't know about this. You know, like I, I don't think he has a good feel for the game because every season he's coached this season was better. Right, and and I mean I don't know how much better you can get from last year, right? Repeat it. Yeah, that would be better than last year, right? But the, his first season, man, Wentz was the all-time leader as far as a rookie goes in throwing the football. Mm. Never, no, no rookie ever threw more than Carson Wentz. A guy coming out of division, you know, division two school and and all that, like that was just that was insane, man. And it drove a lot of people nuts and like not running the ball and and. And being aggressive, but it just didn't work because he didn't have the right personnel. Right? Well, didn't didn't Wentz break McNabb's records too? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, as far as passing attempts, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. No, he he's he. I think I believe he. If it's not all time, it's definitely Eagles. Eagle, yes. But he might be second or third, maybe in the NFL. I I'll have to look it up. I, I forget what it was. It's been a couple of years. And but he holds the record now for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. We and we kind of want to forget about that season. To be honest with you, because you know. It, it was a bad. I mean, there were seven and nine. It wasn't terrible. It was watchable. And of course, we got to see Wentz kind of develop. Pains, man. It's grown. Yeah, pains. we got to see him develop. But man, the, the difference in one year made for Wentz and and how he looked from that first year to now or to to last year. And then you know what, what the team, with the confidence level when you watch this team play. You know, even in their losses last year, their three losses. You know, I don't really count the Dallas game. That doesn't even count. So the two losses, they never got blown out. They were never no. blown out of any games. They were never. But the other thing that adds to the confidence thing, and, I, and kind of like instilled some confidence in me, in Peterson, you know, yeah, he's a nice guy. You know, he seems like a nice guy and stuff. And we're, we'll get into that too. Like, I, uh, we didn't get to talk about his press conference earlier this <laughs> week because we weren't on the air. Oh, it was earlier, what was it, Monday anyway? Oh, it was last week, wasn't was it? Was it last week? Yeah, so we weren't on the air. So we'll talk about that. But. Um, was the fact that in his book, when he said he met up with uh, Belichick, and he said the whole time in his head as he's talking to Belichick, is, I'm going to kick his tail. I'm going to kick his tail tonight. Yeah. You know, and, and Belichick's talking, oh, he's trying to find a game where you're behind. And Peterson's like, yeah, 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 there's a few. Oh, yeah, good luck tonight. You know, and Peterson's like, yeah, you know, are we actually going to finally play a game? And, and, and Belichick's kind of like real short with him, and they went along their way. And he said the whole time he's just like I'm gonna kick his tail tonight. Good, you know? and he did. But like, and that was like, damn, like he does have this killer instinct that we just 
don't get to see. You know, we don't we don't look at him and think he's going to tear us. But like he he says, you're not going to see that because he's got to portray an in- image mm-hmm. when he's in, with the media or on TV. What or- does he though? Because Belichick doesn't. You know, yeah. Belichick doesn't portray an image. But he seems like a, just a, a stiff dick. Ah, Belichick's about as far as a barrel full of dead babies. Fucking jet bag. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, the personality definitely lacks there, I guess. Although some, some people say that Belichick has like a great sense of humor and shit, and he's a funny guy. I'm like, funny how? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but he I talk funny. I look. He funny. doesn't see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Wow. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him anyway. To fucking blow Fuck them. <laughs> Talk about Peterson. Um, so earlier in the week, obviously Nick Foles started against Atlanta, but earlier in the week, you know, there was still talk about Wentz, you know, and, and was he cleared yet? So there was these um, reports that came out. Uh, was it Ian Rappaport? Yeah, Ian Rappaport came out and said that uh, reports are that Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback. And I guess somehow it leaked, and Peterson completely lost his mind. Shut him off. Yeah, and I don't blame him. Because Carson Wentz wasn't spoken to about it yet. That's what upset him. Oh, yeah? Yes. Wow. Well, not only that, has has, has Wentz been cleared for contact? No. So, I think still, His knee is still swelling. Yeah, that's not good. No. That's not good. I. So, I didn't, re- I didn't realize I was out of, you know, I was out of town. Um, when that happened, but I was kind of trying to keep up with what was going on, and and I saw his press conference, and I saw what he was saying. And basically, it was like you guys, you got, you know, you guys leaked this, you guys collectively leaked this, and you guys are a group, and this is what you do. And blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to win a damn football game here. Yeah, I don't, you know, this is my quarterback, and I don't talk about positions. I don't do this. And he was man, I, I, he was. I, I never seen him that snake. He had a right. He had every right to be pissed. Yeah, off. Yeah, and and he's like, you know who. It's these fucking NFL insiders, man. Like, they just – I don't know how they get the information. I, I really don't. Uh, you know, you almost wonder if there's there's people that work on the inside. Well, you got a doctor talking to the coach. The coach is talking to the other coaches. Then the coaches have to talk to position coaches. And then the position coaches have to talk to a person at that position. So this is all getting spread out. And the people that need to be spoke to weren't spoken to yet. Yeah. No, it's, so it's I fucked don't, up. Yeah, I don't – I don't – Um. That's why he got mad. Yeah, I don't blame him, and 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 I didn't even know that. Like, I didn't know that that was what was going on. And that's why he was upset. But I don't. I I gotta be honest. I don't blame him. You know, I just I, I even prior to that, I I thought he's right. I mean, that these 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 stories get leaked because I I would have thought it'd been funny if uh, all of a sudden like Wednesday, Wednesday's been cleared, and he's gonna be starting tomorrow. Not gonna happen. No, nah, it won't happen. But I I thought it'd been funny. Now, granted, hindsight's twenty twenty, but. Um, that that rain and all that shit last night, and you know, soaking that field. That's good I, that he didn't play. I wouldn't have won it when it's out there anyway. Look, we need we need him for ten years, not ten games. So if he has a little bit of swelling in his it's knee, true, then he don't play. Yeah. No, if the doctor says, "Hey, I don't think it's a good idea," he he plays. Could he play? Yes, but I don't think it's a good idea. Then I wouldn't let him play. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it was a good move. Yeah, I think it was smart on their on their part by. Uh, by all by all rights, um, you know I I just uh, you know until we I, I'm not even sure even if he gets say he gets cleared Monday, you know I don't know if he's starting against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's, 
He's not game ready yet. Even if he's cleared, he's not game ready. He hasn't taken a hit. You know what I mean? He's not going to take a hit in practice either, though. They're not going to hit him. They don't. They don't hit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't right. hit him any. So CBI. He, he's not going to take a hit until he gets into a game. And uh, you know, Andrew Lux, another guy. You know, who, who's kind of dealing with this the same situation. Um, you know, Luck hasn't that's, played. That's a shame. What's been going on with him, man? Yeah, he hadn't played since January of 2017. No, yeah. And you know. But he said the preseason made him more confident after playing a little bit, and he and took a couple hits. That he's like, I got through that first part. Yeah, I can do this. And now it's the other stuff. That's what I mean about game shape. Yeah, it's you it, need it's, that. It's it's it, it's it is a little worrisome. You know, you you, know, you have to make sure that he can, like you said, he can take a hit. That he feels confident enough in his knee that he can move when he has to. But if you remember the beginning of training camp, Sean. Carson Wentz was doing 11 on 11 mm-hmm. and he took a hit on his knee. Someone rolled into him and they ended it. Yeah. And then they said, Oh, we saw all we needed to see. Yeah. Well, you did. Yeah. You seen him take a hit on yeah, his you knee. Saw him take a knee. Yeah. And since that hit, someone rolled into him, right? Yes. Yeah. And since that hit, he's still having swelling. Yeah. I he didn't have swelling before that happened. Yeah. It's not good. No. It sounds to me like this, this knee injury may linger. Well, let's talk about that because I, you know, I figured uh, Wentz predictions on Wentz. When do you think he might be coming back? I right now, I'd say game five. You think game five? Yeah. I, look, the next two games are are extremely winnable. Yes. You know, Tampa Bay and Indianapolis. Tampa Bay has Fitzpatrick as their quarterback. This and their team just let's be honest. Our defense. Their team stinks. Yeah. Their team stinks. They're not going to move the ball against us. And they have no running game at all. Nope. Their defense is eh, – yeah. they, they tried to build it. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But that offense is horrendous. There's there's no reason to believe that they're going to go down to Tampa and lose. Well, I they just, got the jacks don't say. they? No, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they have Mike Evans. And Mike Evans is a hell of a well, wide yeah. receiver. But you just – you beat Julio with a much better offense yes. around him and a much better defense. Granted, you were home, yeah, but – I'm I'm not worried about next. That's week. where you, you're going to see the pass rush come alive, and we'll break down next week's game on a fr- next Friday show. But um, but then you got the Colts, and the Colts are improved. You know, Andrew yeah. Andrew looks back. Marlon Max, the starting running back now, he's getting his chance. That defense is still. I'm I'm still not. There's a on lot that of defense. problems still on that team. I initially, I initially said um, going into this week, I was going to say the Colts that he'd be back for the Colts game. Mm-mm. I'm not so sure now. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you know, what you're saying about his knee is is, is in, indeed the case where he is, um, you know, suffering with, with swelling and all, I, I don't know, man. I, that's, that is that is troublesome. You know, I, I not a good thing. But you know what? In the same token, Sean, he did excel with his recovery. Yeah. But he's right on the he's on the low end of the nine month recovery part. Right. You know, which is pretty insane. And I know he's a freak athlete. And yeah. He's got the best doctors in the world. But he, I mean, he and if he feels confident enough, although he he seems swelling, like he could you be can't, st- can't stubborn man. Like you know, he seems yeah. like a. St- but yeah, I mean, if he put a needle in it, train it. I'm going out. <laughs> I'm still gonna run 16 times a game. That's part of his game. He's not going to stop. No. But he's got to stop diving head first. Yeah, yeah. He's got to learn to slide. 
Oh, man. I don't know. He has so a who, he's a freak of nature, let though. Let me see. I'm trying to see who's after the Colts. Oh, after the Colts, we got, uh, man, Tennessee. So, so you're thinking it comes back against Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't want him facing that defense, being the first defense he faces. You know what? I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to say he's back for the Colts. I just don't see it. You think, I think he gets cleared this week. Yeah, I think he gets cleared this weekend, and the, and the Colts game is his first game. That's what my prediction is. Boy, yep. Stay optimistic Oh, there. good for you. Yeah, I don't know. Stay optimistic, brother. I'm trying. I'm trying. But, you know – Oh, Cali uh, chimed in. He said uh, the punter Johnston actually looked good. He actually did. He has a good point there. Um, yeah, he didn't get a flat Sorry, to, sorry to go. Sorry to go. <laughs> <laughs> he just, no, he did. He just, he just got his stuff fixed. Yeah, Cali's supposed to be on the show tonight, but he had some uh, issues. Um, but, yeah, he's right. Uh, and the punter was a, a point of emphasis for us during training camp that, you know, something we were worried about. But when he has to do the directional punting, he's going to have trouble. Yeah. Distance. Yeah. He's going the distance. But, if, you know, if you need him to put it in, like, within the five-yard line in the corner, he ain't going to be able to do it. Yeah, it was one last night that just bounced. Yeah. I'm like, damn. I mean, granted, the coverage team's got to get down there. But if he's got the hang time, I mean, he's young, right? This dude? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. It's his first year in the NFL. Yeah, his average in the in the uh, preseason wasn't terrible. He was kicking fucking sixty yarders. Yeah. So, and that one game he kicks it was seventy three yards. Yeah, well, the no, guy yeah. was a penalty. He got called back, but Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, again, we'll talk about the uh, next week's game uh, uh, on next Friday. But overall, I'm pleased. You know, they they uh, the wins a win. Defense came up huge. It's first game of the year. I we expected it, it, it to be sloppy, with the not only the not only the uh, the fir- the fact that it was the first game of the year and and some of these guys haven't played. I was worried about Peters. Like I I, I wasn't sure if Peters was going to come in and, and do what he did. I thought there's going to be jitter. Like not jitters because the guy's been in the league forever, but um, he's been in the league 13 years now. I think he's been with the Eagles for 12. So he's actually been in the league longer than that. Then 12 years. I think so. I thought it was nine. I think it's nine, nine years. Well, man, I mean, he's been in the league for 12. He's been in the league All for 12, right. so 12, 13 years Nine now. with the Eagles. Yeah, nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so there's no jitters, but there's still a, a, the point of trying to be in shape, game shape, right? And you, and you can only do that until you play in a game, just, right? Just, just, just strong, man. Yeah. Just strong, man. Such a oh, man. And then the other thing between him and, and the, the fucking rugby player, that dude towers over Peters. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that guy. That's Peters' replacement. You think he's – no, I don't think he's going to play left. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to play on the left side. Well, then they're going to put him on right and move Johnson over to the left. I don't know. Uh, I don't. He had a really, really good training camp. Yeah, I just think that's tough. When you're covering the, the, the quarterback's blind side and you've only recently gotten into the game of football. All he got to do is stand there, Sean. <laughs> Did you not see the size of that fucking guy? He's got an 18-and-a-half-foot sneaker. Yeah. Just means he has a big dick. Well, hey, so what? Let's put that on the line. I wonder if his dick's bigger than Nick's. Hmm. We should find out. 
We can find out. We can probably get a team down there. Can we get a team down there to find out? <laughs> we'll have wildfire set that right up. Who has a bigger day? That should be next week's poll question. They're going to use him the way Refrigerator Perry was used. I'm writing it down. Who has bigger cock? Bigger dick. Ma, how do you say his name? Mala? Uh, Mala uh, M-A-I. I spelled it. Yeah, I got it there. Right. And uh, Nick. Okay. That's next week's poll question. We'll get to tonight's pop, podcast uh, question, podcast poll, fuck, <laughs> podcast fucking poll. I forgot. Uh, in a little bit, when we talk some baseball, I couldn't. Even, I forgot the, how to fuck. I'm exhausted, man. Yeah, I hear you. Oh shit. man, last I night, hear you, brother. Last night was late. <laughs> Been up for a long time. I was fucking hammered last night. Oh yeah, you were almost hammered by the time I even got there. Yeah, I have fucking three beers in me by the time you got there. Oh, man. Half a thousand wings. It's a good time, though, man. Absolutely. I'm glad football's back. Uh, Let's bring up the Le'Veon Bell thing real quick. Um, He hasn't shown up yet. No, he wants to restructure. He's holding out. And, you know, that does not work for running backs in the NFL anymore. No, here's the thing. Here's my take. I got, you know, now the linemen are coming out and – you know, speaking out against them. Um, you know, saying that, you know, he's you know, he's being selfish and all this stuff and you know, but a lineman can stay in the league for ten years. You know. Running back's got running back's got three point five shelf life. You know. Yes. If he's lucky. If he, if you're lucky. And Bell wants his and he's starting to get to that age. He's he's gonna be twenty seven, right? And he's starting to get – I believe he's going to be – I'm not usually – going to be that old? Yeah, he's 26, 27 years old now. He's going to be 27 by the time his contract ends, I believe. I'm not usually on the side of a disgruntled employee per se, but I'm on his side. Since you are one. Well, I'm, I'm not – fucking right I am. I'm not only a spokesperson. I'm, I'm also, also the president. <laughs> I'm not just a client. I'm also a president. But I think he's been stellar for that team for yeah. a few years. Yeah. Pay him. Now, here's the thing. The other side of that, though, and I'm with you, except for two things. The one thing is running backs don't generally make that much money. He wants Not anymore. He wants $15 million a no, year. No, nah, that's too much money. Right? That's what he wants. No. His franchise tag is 14 Last year, the Steelers offered him – so the year before, it was – I think his thing was 12 or whatever, whatever – it was two years ago because, you know, the percentage so it keeps going up. Uh, they offered him 14 two years ago. The Steelers said, offered it to him. They offered him 14, and he said, I want 15. He he was being that great. He wouldn't take the extra. His agent apparently said, you should just take this. And he didn't. Well, he then, said, I want to make sure that my team, my family's taken care of. $14 million a year. You can't take care of your family with $14 million? So that was two years ago. Now I don't know what the, now and since then Antonio Brown and the Steelers have they don't they don't negotiate contracts during the season usually they don't extend players during the season no. they they wait until your contracts almost due and then they sign you and but Antonio Brown they made they actually 
took care of him ahead of time. Yeah, He's the have, best receiver yeah, in football. You're absolutely right. So Bell sees that. Bell also sees uh, Todd Gurley getting paid, you know, this year, getting an extension. He's like, yeah, we're, we're – Todd Gurley got a yeah. – Yeah. So, you know, he's like, where, where's mine? You know, where's mine? You know, when Bell's – man, I don't know. I'm All around back, Bell's probably the best. Uh, it's probably him, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, in my opinion, are the top three all around backs in the league. Um, you know, Melvin Gordon's starting to make a case – you know, we'll see. But, you know, some of these other guys. But Bell's there. I mean, he's right there. And he's been consistent. And he's he's definitely earned his due in the NFL. So that's the other side of this is that he has earned it. Like, earned his due and what he wants, I guess. But if you're going to be that. If, if he's that's, acting if like that's, a douchebag over it, though, Sean. Yeah. And if, if that's true that he was offered that much money and he turned it down because he wanted the 15, he wanted a set number of 15, then I can't really side with him. You know, then in that uh, well, case. Now I changed my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of messed up. But If you're going to act like that, then see ya. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Because you ain't getting paid while you sit. Uh, what do you say we. Uh... There's, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you fucking prick you. Get out, you fucking prick you. You know what? Before we do predictions, uh, see Miss Wildcock, sir? Yeah. All right, let's do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah, you go first. My seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week is whoever thought of the idea of wrapping your children's school books in fucking contact paper. <laughs> What's, what happened to wrapping it with the brown fucking bags like we used to do when we were kids? Contact paper is a motherfucker. I said five of them textbooks ended up across the fucking living room. <laughs> Fuck you. I ain't doing that next year. You're getting a fucking brown bag. You're lucky I don't wrap it with fucking newspaper just to be a jerk off. <laughs> Ran over. <laughs> I remember when they... Remember Eddie? I remember when they used to do like the... Uh, Remember the special book covers? <laughs> like you used to buy them yeah. in the school or whatever? Yeah. yeah. They like they that. slid on. Yeah. First of all, why do you even have to fucking... A sleeve. A sleeve. Yeah, it was a sleeve. Why do you even have to cover your fucking book anyway? What, what are they worried about? It's a fucking... There's even a book that she writes in that's not going back to the school. Oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? It's a book that's going to be full with writing. I had to cover that too. That's... I fucking threw that fucking thing across the living room. <laughs> Man, I hate it. I, I remember that shit in elementary school and shit, middle school. I didn't have to do it in high school, I don't think. But, yeah, early on, man, fucking book covers. Get the fuck out of here. That's good. Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. And this is why. You cocksucker. I'll punch you in the mouth. Diamond. Oh, I love it. I'll smack you in the mouth. I'm Neil Diamond. <laughs> Mine is the guy or the woman or the people or the fucking transvestite that created that fucking hat for the 2018 Eagle season. That's awful. That design looks like your fucking grandmother took a hat that you already owned and added a fucking... St so if you didn't see it, okay, it's a green hat. It's kind of like a cool, like, the the, 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 the green has a cool, like, kind of texture, like, not texture, but like a, 
design yeah, kind of yeah. going in it. The Eagles emblem's on the front. All right, so picture the green one. It looks like a crest on the front. That's cool. Yeah. But on the side, you're talking so about. So on the side, there's a black square that, like I said, looked like it was fucking patched on by grandma fucking Nancy. You remember when you were a kid and you scuff your fucking knee in your jeans, you get a hole in your jeans, your grandma throws a patch on it. That's what it looks That's like. That's what it looks like. With the Eagles emblem on it. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So uh, you you right, ended up showing you. going through. So, you know, you can get a white one with a black patch. You can get a gray one with a black patch. You can get a black one with a white patch. It's horrible. Get the fuck out of here. Whoever designed that, I, I, I don't know what fucking art teacher you're blowing I don't know. I, there was that's horrendous, absolutely horrendous. So yeah, it's that, called the sideline edition, is what they're called. Yeah, they can stick that on the sideline and keep it there. Yeah, like uh, fuck a fire. They'll be selling that shit on the. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in the fucking bin with the Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> and that fucking thing. Michael Kendrick is standing on the You stupid motherfucker! You know what? I got another one. Fuck this. Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. week, and this is why. You cocksucker. I'll punch you in the mouth. No matter what side of the fence you're on, if you're that fucking stupid to burn your Nike shit, you should just be shot in the face. You already gave them your money, you fuckwad. I watched one video. Dude went out and just bought a bunch of stuff, held the receipt up to the camera, threw all the shoes in, and lit it on fire. Yeah, what the fuck was the point of that? You give just me, you give paid, me that fucking You just money. gave him the money. And then, guess what? He made his money. Guess what? Nike... Already has has made a profit over the commercial they aired. So who's really winning, you fucking morons? The CEO of fucking Nike's corner. <laughs> yeah, he's like buzzes out. They you don't think look, they're a multi billion dollar company, right? You don't think they've done market research. You don't think they know what they're doing. They made every they know what the they know what the risk was. There ain't no such thing as bad publicity when they, it comes to nothing. Yep, like they that. felt that the that the uh, the the risk was outweighed by the gain, and they took that chance and they got it, and it is outweighing the risk. They 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 were right, which it should have been. They they pull out. They they pay people to look up these statistics and do all this shit. They were right. So you think Nike didn't know that there was going to be memes? Oh, absolutely. Come on. Dude, these memes are fucking great. Yeah, they're fucking the best, funny. The best one's the J. Cutler. I think <laughs> believe in something or don't or just do it or don't. I don't fucking I don't know. Care. I like the I, Jeff Daniels. I don't fucking care. I don't yeah. care. Fuck you. Who gives a fuck? I ain't going to do it anyway. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fucking the big Lebowski. <laughs> or uh, grab him by the pussy. You know, you got that one. And then what's the other one? Go out and get that pussy, fucking Bill Cosby. <laughs> Any way you can. Any way you can. Do whatever you can to get that pussy. Even yeah. if you got to make sacrifices. Yeah. Fucking right in the pussy. <laughs> fucking Bill Cosby. Oh, uh, the memes have been pretty good. They've been they've been rolling in pretty good. I saw the other one uh, have a twenty-eight to three lead and then and then blow it, just choke it, and fucking Matt Ryan walk <laughs> off the field. Eagles are in the background. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. All right, so let's get to our first. Uh, 2008 edition of the um, the uh, week one, or you know what we do every week. I guess I should say the NFL predictions for week one. Thank you. I'm exhausted. I apologize. That but hour went quick, man. Nine thirty already. Yeah, damn. Yeah, it's getting there. Shit. All right. So let's start off. Cleveland. <laughs> 
hosting Pittsburgh. The Browns? I think the Browns are going to upset Pittsburgh. Improved? You think so? Yeah, I do. It's only a four and a half line, which is a little surprising. It's a divisional game, so you, and you give three to the home team, so they're really thinking seven and a half. Who's Cleveland starting a quarterback? I'm taking Cleveland to cover. Um, Pittsburgh's going to win that game. I don't. Pittsburgh's going to win that game. But I'll take Cleveland with the points. Cincinnati is going to Indianapolis. This is going to be a shit show game. Uh, the Colts are favored by one. It's Luck's first game. Um, you know, going against a, a Cincinnati defense is losing. They don't have Burfitt. You know, Burfitt was uh, is out. Uh, so I don't know about this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Cool. I think Luck gets a win in his first game back. I, yeah, I guess I agree with that, Sean. That's a shit game. Yeah. Tennessee is going to Miami. I'm going to Miami. Uh, and it's evil man with the heat is on. <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. Yeah. Uh, that line is actually even. Even. So it's a pick em. Uh Tennessee, Miami. I'm going Tennessee. I like Tennessee myself. Yeah. San Fran goes to Minnesota. Minnesota favored by seven. At home. Damn. How can you go against Minnesota? Hoskins just hit his 20th home run of the year. Wow. Good for him. And it's getting the lead. He leads the league in the most home runs, giving his team either or either tying or giving his team the lead in the league, in the entire league this year. He's been outstanding. Um, yeah, I'm going Minnesota, right? Yep. Houston, New England. New England's favorite by seven. Uh-huh. I'll take Houston with the upset. Wow. You're going Houston to beat the Patriots. Take, take Houston with the upset. Wow. Um, Deshaun Watson can probably keep New England in this game. Or keep uh, Houston in this game against New England. Um, I'm going to go Houston to cover. I think New England still pulls out. <laughs> That's what Tom Brady's dad should have done. Oh, yeah. uh, da, 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 I lost my screen. I'm sorry. All right. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by 10 and a half over the Bucks. I'm going Saints. I think Saints fucking run the table. I can you agree? I, I, they, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're home. If it was in Tampa Bay, I probably if it's the same line, I would go Tampa Bay because the Saints are just just a different team outside the dome. But yeah, Jacksonville Giants, Jacksonville's road dog, a road favorites. I'm sorry, two and a half. That's a low line for for a Giants team that won what three games last year. Jacksonville's going to tear them apart. Yeah, the Giants, the Giants' defense. I mean, look, Blake Bortles is Blake Bortles. What the fucking Jaguars' defense? Yeah, o- yeah OBJ going against Jalen Ramsey. I would assume that would be the matchup. I'm going Jacksonville. Yeah. Buffalo, Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore's favored by nine. Huh. At home. 
to the lowly Bills. Well, Buffalo loses. Shady will just smack him around. <laughs> get off my bus, bitch. <laughs> I told you to get out. Get the fuck out. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore. Yeah, me too. All right. KC, the Chiefs. Go to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Chargers are favored by three. I'm going to take Kansas City. Mm. I'm going to go Chargers. And I, I don't think it's even close. Kansas City's defense is going to suck this year. And I think the Chargers, especially being at home, um, they're a team to watch out for, man. I, I think their uh, their offense is gonna be their offense is gonna be something to watch this year. They're picked above the Eagles. Are, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Power rankings. Yeah, they're they're gonna be a, they're gonna be pretty solid, I think. Uh, Seattle and Denver. Denver has the um, the the longest uh, winning streak in game in week one. I think it's four straight years they've won week one. They're the only they're it's the longest one. Do they get game? Do they get five? And they're favored against Seattle at home. Who's their quarterback? Denver's going with um, uh, Keenum. Yeah, I'll take Denver. I'll go with Denver. I think Seattle's a shell what they were. All right, so uh, that goes to Washington and Arizona. Arizona, this is even. Uh, these guys are. These guys are even. Sammy Sleeve start? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. They got their running back back too, don't they? David Johnson is back. Mm. I'm going Arizona. Yeah, me too. Dallas, Carolina. Carolina favorite two and a half at home. Carolina. Yeah, I, I like that too. I think Carolina's front seven is uh, something to be uh, – something to admire for sure. Dallas don't have any offensive weapons except for Zeke. Yeah. He put eight in a box. Dak ain't, Dak's too busy sending dick pics. <laughs> dick pick six. That should be his new name. Dick, dick pick six. Dak pick six. Uh, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago and Green Bay. That's Sunday night game. Chicago. Uh, Green Bay's favorite seven and a half at home. Chicago's future definitely looks bright, but I believe that, that uh, Green Bay wins that one. Green Bay wins. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the points though. I think uh, I don't think they cover. And you got two Monday night games. The first one is the Jets in Detroit. Matthew Stafford and his lines are seven point favorites. I always like Matt Stafford. I'm gonna take Detroit. <sighs> I would go Detroit. And then the Rams against Oakland. The Rams are favored by four. Rams. Yeah, I gotta go Rams. Yeah, I gotta go Rams too. Uh, that's that's a tough one. It's fucking music, Sam Spence. This is Sam. This is the uh, unreleased Sam Spence stuff. I like that one all the time though, Sean. That old one. Oh, the, the the original stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I should go back to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, that ain't bad either, though. No, it's it's, it's kind of like jitterbuggy ish oh, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 
All right, so we're going to be getting a call from uh, Mike Diddy any minute. We're going to be talking about some Phillies in a second here. Um, so I was kind of uh, out of it uh, this week. I wasn't able to watch any baseball. <laughs> Ain't missing all of them. But so I figured I had Mike Diddy kind of call in and uh, give us kind of a rundown of what happened this week because uh, for everyone to understand, they kind of shit the bed. They did. You know? Uh, tonight, though, they're playing the Mets, and uh, right now they're up 4-3 to three, thanks to Reese Hoskins. Trade bait. Uh, <laughs> trade bait. Yeah, trade bait. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they can give up on a 25-year-old slugger bait. who's a fucking star Need now. pitchers, man. No, nah, they're not trading Hoskins, man. To do that, you might as well fucking say goodbye to this this fucking fan. Well, let's welcome him to the show. Mr. Mike Diddy, how are you, sir? I'm good. Welcome back, Sean. How's everybody doing tonight? What do you say there, Mike? Doing good, man. We're doing good. It's uh, myself and Gary uh, here on the show tonight. Uh, and we literally just got done talking about football. And uh, why don't I ask you? Uh, your Saints actually have the biggest spread of the week um, in their matchup with Sunday. What, what do you think happens there? Well, it's in New Orleans. So, I mean, I do like that. You know, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're, you're not exactly getting a strong-armed quarterback out there. So, I think, you know, in this scenario, they it's it's funny. They struggle against Tampa when Tampa's a bad team. But I think this weekend they're going to clean up. I'm not overly concerned about this game. Well, it's it's funny because I said if this game wasn't in New Orleans, uh, maybe it goes a different way. But the fact yeah, that and it's, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I feel. I mean, I you know, obviously you look at it on paper, the Saints should have no problem. But uh, you know how divisional games go. You know, yeah, I guess it's one of those. It's always a tougher game. I guess you're happy to Eels beat Atlanta last night. No, I loved it. Listen, I told you it was great for me. I hate Atlanta. You know, Atlanta for Saints fans is kind of like what Dallas is for Eagles fans. Yeah, just can't stand. It's it. pretty awesome. Right. So thank you on behalf of us uh, Saints fans, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> who, who day? Uh, so, yeah, so uh, I want to bring you on. I, you know, I kind of need a little uh, little help this week. Um, the, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't get to watch much baseball. I understand there was one game. Well, I understand that Atlanta got swept by the Boston Red Sox. And then uh, I heard at the last game they were up, Atlanta was up 7-1. Seven to one, going into the eighth inning, and they blew it. Yeah, they blew yeah, it. and, and then, it was before the Phillies had played the lousy Marlins. Right, and then they lose what two two out of three against the Marlins. Yep, two out of three. Yeah, that that's that's fantastic. Here, here's the thing. So, going into that series against the Marlins, that the Phillies and and the the Phillies played the Mets and the Marlins several times going in, in this month, this last month of September. Mm-hmm. They're fourteen to fifteen against those teams. They're bottom. Yep. They're bottom dwelling teams. Atlanta has, I th- I believe, a pretty, a little bit of a tougher schedule. Um, what the fuck? Like, what do you think the issue is? Like, how, I mean, is it more than playing down in your comp? I mean, even right now, I mean, no, yeah. It, yeah. it is literally. And and I'll tell you, in all the years I've watched baseball, I don't think I have seen a team as inconsistent at the plate as this Phillies team. It it boggles the mind to try to figure out why they can't can't hit the ball. And it's been and that way for a few years. It has. It has. Yeah, and the odd thing been. is now the difference being this year, though, you're getting the pitching for the most part to to stay in games and to not to be able to, to take advantage of that. I mean, I don't know how Nola's head doesn't explode, to be honest with you. You know, he, he calls the other team to two runs and the Phillies come up with maybe one or none. Um, 
against bad teams. They, they yeah. have a tendency this year to make pitchers of these bad teams look like all-stars, like Cy Young winners, and it's uh, it's real frustrating. Yeah. Well, their, their absence at the plate, do you feel that's on the, the players, the coaching? I think a hitting coach, once you reach the major leagues, I think a hitting coach is a bit overrated. So I think, you know, they can point out maybe some tendencies you're not noticing, help study the film with you. But it's up to the player to make the adjustments. And I think that's what we don't see. We don't see players uh, come up and make adjustments in mid-game. So once you face a pitcher, typically after the first couple innings, you've seen what they do, you've seen what their tendencies are, and you should have a different approach. But the Phillies seem, the batters for the most part, seem to take the same approach regardless of who's pitching. And that's, I think, mainly on the players, to be honest with you. They're not adjusting to the pitcher that they're facing. Right, and, and you know that's where your good hitters in baseball uh, really shine. They come in, they see what a pitcher said. Well, one, they'll study the pitcher ahead of time, but even within game, they'll make adjustments to how they approach. Um, and, you know, those adjustments are small. It's, it's a matter of figuring out what pitch the, the pitcher tends to throw in certain count situations, knowing, you know, where you want to put the ball in play uh, and making those kind of in-game decisions. Gotcha. Well, I think one of the things, it, it, it really bothers me, um, as far as their inconsistency goes, I think one of the things is the fact that Gabe has used 114 different lineups in 140 <laughs> games. Yep, it's it's ridiculous to me. Like you know, you you have to have a little bit of stability. I I believe, you know, and I, agreed. You know, it's one thing if you want to take the pitcher and bat him eighth or whatever. But you're you're not just doing that. You're you're switching the entire lineup around. I mean, now it's you know Santana's leading off and right. you know and all this shit. And, you know you're you're putting your speed in at, at seventh hole, eighth hole of the lineup. I mean, I know Cesar is kind of struggling a little bit at the plate, but what the fuck? To me, that that's that's a big part of being in cons- you know trying to when you're trying to maintain consistency, you're kind of counter right. counteracting that, in my opinion. And especially you know if you're a younger player and you've had throughout your career consistency on when you're going to play, what position you're going to play. And then in the beginning of the year, you have guys like Hoskins who were moved to a position they never played or hadn't played since high school. So you try to make those kind of defensive adjustments, but then you come to the park. You also don't know one, if you're going to be in the lineup that day or two, where you're going to be hitting in, in the order. And I, Sean, I think your point is good. I mean, that kind of not coming to the park, especially in a sport like baseball where you're, it's a grind. Um, like TJ's sister, where it's 162 games, and you know you're you have to have some comfort in knowing what you're doing and not guessing from day to day. And, right. And it's not like it's not like should I wear rubber or not? I know I have right, to wear rubber when I'm getting with her. Right. Exactly. Because right. you know and it's just probably, a gaping hole. Right. Right. And the the, the will it melt? The air, it melt? So, what's that? <laughs> will it melt? Won't it melt? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you can breathe in the disease, the rubber's not going to do you any good anyway. So, wow. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's that movie? Uh, with, uh, My eyes! Killian Murphy. Uh, fuck. Uh, 28 Days Later. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, you know, my, blies, my eyes have bled after being with her, so there's probably something to that. This is damn. <laughs> yeah, this this team is maddening, and I think you know, Sean. We've 
we've talked about this and texted about it too. It just some of the decisions that Kapler makes, you just look at it and you think, um, you know, where is this coming from? And I really thought when they brought Thompson in from the Yankees that that would help balance out, but he doesn't seem to really be going with that kind of classic baseball knowledge. And I, I don't know. I don't know how young players are supposed to learn the game when they don't know what they're doing from day to day. It, yeah, like when when the season started, uh, and I think you were, I think it's when we did our show at Naked that Nick Williams had already come out and like talked against Gabe. Yes. Uh, you know, saying, like, why don't you just let computers run the team then? Like, if that's the way it's going to be, you know, and uh, it's something that affected I mean, he was pretty upset about it. And, and uh, like, you know, are you talking about the show we did naked or the show we did at naked? Oh, so which, <laughs> those were two different, they were, they're, different well, and those were different shows. I mean, one was right. just video camera and you right, know. right, in a dark, seedy room, but, yeah, yeah, um, in, in, the yeah pig, we did. In, in the pig farm with TJ's sister, <laughs> but the other one was uh, at Naked, at Naked Brown, yes, yeah, it was right after that. I, I do remember that saying that computer is generating the lineup, um, and I don't think he's the only one that feels that way. You know, you've heard some murmurings, you've heard some insiders mm-hmm. not put their names to it, uh, that the players are frustrated with it. Uh, you know, do I think they're going to do anything? No, I don't think after this season. It's just when you have no. this kind of opportunity, which was unexpected. None of us, I think, really believed that they would be in a position to battle no. in the first place. No, not, a, not at you all. Know, I think that sort of the thought going into it was, hey, maybe we can battle for a wild card if things go right. But once right. you have that and the division is down, you know, Washington watched out. And I still don't really understand how Atlanta does it day to day, but. The, the opportunity is there, and you have games ahead of you. And when Atlanta has, you know, almost a 700 record against the bad teams in the NL East and you're below 500, yeah. right there is why you're not winning the division. Well, do you think, you know, with, with things going the way they are, you know, they, they make a move, they get Cabrera, they get Ramos, they get Bautista, good moves, right? They added a couple guys, a couple arms in the bullpen, you know, lefty and, you know, another dude a couple weeks ago. Do you think it's enough for them to make a run in September to get into the playoffs? Got to hit the ball. Yeah, I mean, I gotta the hit Bautista the ball. move, I'll be honest, I didn't understand the Bautista move mm-hmm. at all. Um, you know, you need guys that can put the ball in play, and he has not been that guy. And even when he was playing his best, he was really more of a power hitter. than. Yeah, we, and we talked about back. that. You know, he was hitting, right. he's hitting what, the low 200s or something yeah. like that? Yeah, so um, it's even. Cabrera, I liked. Yeah, you know, I thought that was a good move. It's hard to sit here today and say no, because there's still only four games out. As bad as they have played, and what are they, 5-17 and 17, uh, in the last 22 games? Yeah, something like yeah, it's been pretty They're bad. only four games out. And yeah. Atlanta has a very difficult stretch coming up. The Phillies have three home series uh, coming up. And, you know, the record at home has been much better than on the road. So it's there. You know, the chance is there. Um We'll see what what the approach at the plates become because that's really what it what it boils down to. Well, that was our uh, podcast poll on uh, on our Twitter uh, page uh, again at Corner Plus Sports. Will the Phillies make a run in September to get into the playoffs? Yup and no were the two options. Nice and easy. Yup got thirty four percent. No got sixty six percent of the votes. So the majority of the yeah. people that voted on it think they don't they don't get in, and and it's that's kind of. You know, I wonder if they feel the same if it's a two-game lead instead of a four-game lead. You know, uh, maybe they, maybe they answer a little differently, but but still, a two games 
two games being you know or two games more consistent than not does that make that much of a difference you're still an inconsistent team and but like yeah that's basically how I start off the call with you uh here is that the fact that I want to break out break down those records the fact that the the Phillies have a pretty reasonable schedule down the stretch and I think Mm -hmm. that's part of the reason why I think they're going to make a deep I think they're going to make a run I think they're going to have a chance here to do something um, I do, and and now Reese Hoskins again continues to stay hot. Again, you know tonight he he hit another mm-hmm. hit another home run. Um, oh, and by the way, yeah, so he leads the league in home runs that tie or give a team lead. Yes. F- fifteen out of his twenty eight, so more than half of his home runs have done that. That's outstanding. Uh, so you know you got you got him with Baltista. Granted, I was with you, Mike, on that. Um, that I didn't really completely understand the move. However. Uh, he does add more pop off the bat or off the bench if he's playing, you know, if he's not in the starting lineup, which he really shouldn't be, to be honest. But if he is, uh, you know, he's he's giving you pop off the bat or off the bench, and um, they do have a lot of a lot of that. And, and you know, if it, if it stays a little warm here in September, that helps him out even more. Um, but I I don't have much confidence after this. I mean, say they get in, I don't know. I don't think they're beating. Milwaukee or Colorado or any of these other teams, to be honest with you, um, at that point? No, it, it would be just a, a matter of success of making the playoffs and as sort of a building block to the next step. And, you know, with the big free agent class coming out, um, you know, they're going to be involved, you know, in the Harper. I think Harper ends up in Chicago, but there's other, so you know, players that are going to be out there. He's a douchebag um, anyway. <laughs> I think what they need to show at the end to, to make that run, they need to show for next year that they have, they are able to sort of buckle down and, and to really approach a playoff run with discipline. And if they can't, it's going to be tough next year to sell them this team as currently constructed. Now, you know, the other thing you have to remember is you got the September call-ups. It looks like, you know, the iron pigs, despite winning the international division, um, Lost the first two against uh, the Rail Riders, ironically. Yeah, um, TJ's favorite, yeah. TJ's sister's favorite team, the Rail exactly, Riders. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, there are some players down there that they swept the International <laughs> League awards this year. So you got some guys like Joey Manessis mm-hmm. at first base and Mitch Walding at third. The problem is, where do you play them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If they come up, I I don't think the four game deficit is why people have given up on this team. I think the inconsistency, the inability to, to get runs in big spots when you have runners in scoring position. That's a killer. Crazy. Yeah, it's been a yeah, killer. It, it just drives you crazy. And the base running, the stupid base running mistakes, you know, we saw Roman Quinn a couple of days ago do something. Yep. Uh, you know, errors. You, yeah, you see it all the time. Oh, yeah, the errors have been horrendous. Yeah. Uh, their defense just is – that's one thing that, you know, people are trying to compare this team to the 08 team and the records and all. Yeah, there's one thing that was different. You had a mm-hmm. team that can play defense then. That team oh, yeah. didn't let, you know, stupid fundamental errors ruin their their right. their chances to win a game. This team does it day in and day out. I mean, they're constantly putting themselves in holes like, you know, we kind of get in holes with TD's sister. Um when you want. Jeez. Any hole. I mean, four right. hole four holes and a smile. No waiting. <laughs> yeah, we God actually gave her an extra vagina just cuz he knew the first one was going to be worn out by the time she was 12. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I'm just glad her teeth fell out. It's smoother. But, you know. A gummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what do you think the chances he's listening right I now? I hope he is. Oh, Especially because he knows you were calling in. 
Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and then he had his chance, like the last, not the last time, the time before that he came on. I was like, all right, here's yeah. a chance to get back up, Mike. And, you know, he tried, but he just, you know. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know. Just, you know, it wasn't it's, it's like one of those kids. You give him a participation award. You smack him on the butt. And you say, "Hey, great job." Yeah, good job. And you send him pack on. Right. Yeah, Here, yeah. Here's your lunch box. Now go sit in the corner and drool. Or in his his case, you know, the coach, you know, makes him blow him in his car or something. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's good to have you back. I got to tell you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got your. I got a slew of text. I didn't have any service when I was over there, so I come back and I got a slew of text messages of. You know, if you don't respond to this message, it means you want to have an obese fat girl blow. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, all these fucking messages. A hand with all these fucking holes on it. You want to have this hand jerk you off if you don't respond to this message. They knew I'd have it. They knew I'd have any service. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Prolapsed anus. That was the other uh, one. Yeah. That's good stuff. Oh, man. I don't know how someone lets that get to that point. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, the other thing, too, is uh, Ryan Howard officially retires. And, uh, yeah. first of all, which is kind of funny cause he's been out of baseball. Victorino did the same thing. You know, the two of yeah. them have been out of baseball for two years, but I'm glad he did it. And, uh, can you think of your favorite Ryan Howard moment? Oh boy. You know, when I, I was actually at the Reading game when he broke, uh, the record in the double a. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and, th- and believe it or not, of all the moments he gave us up at the big league club, that was pretty cool. So the, the young Ryan Howard. You know, of course, the playoff run and the divisional series um, where he was just on fire. Um, oh, boy, that, that, that's a tough one. Other than him tearing his Achilles and falling down while running to first base <laughs> and losing that series to St. Louis. But I assume you mean a good one. A <laughs> good one. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, the Colorado uh, playoff game. That's that, a good one. Yeah, just hit that ball right down that 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 right field line, man. That was the game, the lead, and uh, yeah, it was that was, you know, he wasn't. Uh, I'm not gonna say he wasn't clutch. He had a lot of clutch moments. It's just that it's just that when they were making their runs later is when he came up small, and that's when people remember because it's the "What have you done for me lately?" thing. Right. But he really yeah, I mean, did come up big in a lot of moments, and and he he did have a four or five year span, which is the best. The best we may ever see in this town. I mean, I you know, hitting forty plus and a hundred hundred plus RBIs a year, it just mm-hmm. outstanding. Those those well, are Babe Ruth esque numbers that he had for a while there. And that was back in the time period where you paid home run hitters. I mean, you mm-hmm. gave them big contracts to do one thing. And I think people looked at that contract that he got, uh, and and as he started to break down. You know, turned on him. Well, Gary's and one of them. Gary, Gary wasn't a fan. No. He... And, but if you look back, I think that's a good way of looking. Now that it's been a couple of years, you know, you look back and, and Schmidt wasn't appreciated at the end of his career either. People were frustrated with him. Now, I'm not comparing him to Schmidt's level, but I'm simply saying, I think when you look back on all that he did for the team, um, you get a different approach now that he's sort of been gone for a little while. And that contract at the time was huge, but that's the way baseball was. I mean, yep. that's what they did for power hitters. And and now, if you strike out a hundred times in a season, no one cares. Is, is that, then, isn't it nuts? You know, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, guys like Chris Bryant can strike out a hundred, you know, whatever, yep. hundred twenty times, and like no one blinks an eye. It's like ah, whatever. And that, yeah. and that's the sport in general. It just the, the, the strikeouts are up, but they they you know chicks love the long ball, right? So as long as you hit that one home run every every three days, everyone's happy with you. Right. Pretty crazy. Right, yeah. That- 
that's a weird stat that used to matter so much and somehow has has been trivialized. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Barry Bonds started playing. I I was never a big Bonds fan. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I re- obviously, you know, I, res- I respect what he did um, as far as his final, you know, his career, you know, wound up, you know, being he was <laughs> – I'm not going to call him the best ever, but he was definitely top five all time, I think. Um, but I remember laughing like, you know, man, this guy strikes out a lot. And thinking that was a lot. What he And then yeah. all of a sudden that motherfucker wasn't striking out anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. he was he was walking or hitting home runs every every game. But early in his career, he did strike out a lot. And it didn't matter. Teams, you know, the Pirates, the Pirates and, the, and the Giants believed in the guy even back then, you know, 20 years ago. And the guy ends up becoming one of the best players of all time, so. Let me ask you a question about him. Yeah. Do you think that you have shot more loads into TJ's sister or he shot more PEDs? I'm just curious which way you think that one goes. I think that's a close one, man. Cause, uh, yeah, it's close. I mean, now, now here, here's where it kind of, like, per load or per sperm count in each load in her so mouth. Listen, if you've taken the time to count that, then that's impressive. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, honestly go with, uh, I'm gonna go with Barry Bonds there. Yeah. Yeah, only because. I uh, mean, uh, you know, you look at that era. Though. I mean, he was, he was a pure hitter. And the funny thing, if he had never done that, he probably still would have finished as one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, yeah. I do believe that because there's a certain, you know, you. PEDs don't improve your eye-hand coordination. They don't improve your bat speed. And I answered, and I answered that because there was times where I couldn't finish with TJ's sister because she was making dog noises and it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> she kept barking and shit. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm done. I'm done with this. Sean, I I think that might have been the dog. <laughs> ah, fucking ah. goddamn peanut butter again. <laughs> she liked the peanut butter too. She was allergic, but you didn't care. <laughs> nah. The more it swelled up, the better it felt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that wasn't chunky peanut butter you were eating, just so you know. God damn, I hope he's listening. So do I. Oh, uh, man, it's anyway. awesome. Hey, well, listen, I hope, look, in a few weeks, I hope, <laughs> you know, whether or not I get a chance to jump back on the show or not, but I hope we're talking yeah, I know. in if, October. I yeah, really if do. they make We've it. We've missed it. Yeah, absolutely. If they make it, uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely get you back on. I feel he's just one. Um, All right. Uh, oh yeah, that was one more thing. One more thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to catch the Mickey Moniac article in the Athletic. Um, no, I haven't read the whole thing yet. Okay, but you do know. Yeah, dude, it's yes. a it's a good read. Check it out. But uh, yep. yeah, the fact that he's really improved over you know over the last uh, season compared to what yes. he did last season. Uh, I I hope this kid is you know it becomes the real deal, man, because this is uh. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, I was worried about him last year. You know, short ball season, you know, you thought this is more games he's ever played, so maybe that's why it's a big adjustment period. But he he bulked up this year um, and really was much more consistent, much better. Made it look like, okay, maybe this is the guy that that sort of closer to the first pick of the draft. Right, right. Uh, I hope it it pans out, man. Uh, Yeah, cool, dude. Um, Mike, thank you. Mr. Mike Diddy, oh, join pleasure. us. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us again tonight. Uh, and and ho- like you said, hopefully in a few weeks, uh, three weeks from now or so, we're, we're, we're talking, uh, or four weeks, whatever. Uh, we're talking some right October. And then in November, 
before the uh, Saints Eagles game. Mm-hmm. Just so people know, I am from that region, so that's why I'm a Saints fan. It's not some jump on the bandwagon thing. Um, yeah, we could definitely uh, have some smack talk before the Saints Eagles. Oh, absolutely. Well. Yeah, we'll 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 do. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll have to do some uh, predictions or something for that. All right. Hey, good talking to you guys. Hey, Sean, welcome time. back. Thanks, man. All right, Mikey. I'll talk to you, dude. All right. Talk All right. to you soon. Thank you. Mr. Mike Diddy joining us on the show tonight. Oh, and then my soundboard. There we go. That's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's time for some through to beers. What do you say? Sounds good to me. You good? All right. Let's do it. Uh, 1906, Philadelphia Giants win Negro Championship Cup. 1950. Yeah, 1957. <laughs> Brooklyn Dodgers. What's the matter, man? I'm just beat. Just beat. <laughs> That's great. Nineteen fifty-seven. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. The Brooklyn Dodgers play their final game in New Jersey. Wow. Nineteen sixty-six. Was that? Was that Ebbets Field? Yes. In nineteen sixty-six, the Houston Oilers hold Denver Broncos to no first downs in their first NFL season. Oh, here's a good one. In nineteen sixty-six, future Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby Orr. Signs his first NHL contract with the Boston Bruins, two-year deal, playing, paying him a record seventy thousand dollars plus signing bonus. Wow, that was a nineteen sixty-six. Nineteen sixty-six, seventy thousand dollars was the man. That was considered high. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably. I I, I bet you now, with inflation, probably like three hundred thousand now, probably yeah. something like that. Yeah. Wow. Still, that's that's nothing. Not for a star of that stature. No, no. One of the best ever. Yeah. 1985, New York Mets catcher Gary Carter hits two run, two home runs in a 9-2 win against the Padres. This is a Major League Baseball record of five home runs in two games. Wow. Whoa. He was a good player, man. Yeah, he was. 1988, Mike Tyson totals his silver BMW. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? I said, man, I'm so fucking told that fucking guy. Now I'm going to go rape his sister. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1993, Penn State plays its first football game in the Big Ten, beating Minnesota 38-12. to wow. Quarterback John. the fuck is his name? Say, uh, <laughs> John whatever throws four <laughs> touchdowns <laughs> to Bobby Ingram. <laughs> And 1994, Dan Marino, Miami quarterback, throws f- five touchdown passes against New England Patriots, sets NFL record with 18 games of four or more wow. touchdown passes. Wow. And still didn't make it to the Super Bowl. No. Well, he made it to one. Well, he didn't win one. He yeah, didn't he win. never he won didn't one. He didn't get a ring. That's a shame for him. Yeah. I always liked 
I always liked that Marino man. He was a good, good quarterback. Uh, one last uh, note of sports. Um, the Sixers apparently did interview Cavs GM David Griffin. Oh. And felt that he wasn't right for the job. So the Sixers remain Neither. GM GM less. They don't. They still don't have a GM. It's uh, pretty messed up. So yeah, I, I, I kind of called that. I figured it'd be worth mentioning. Um, yeah, I haven't heard it in a while, that, man. It's a good song. Yeah, Seether did a good version of Seether. <laughs> That's just funny. They were cute, man. Rock soul. Or if they uh, or if they went down the carpet. They munch it? Yeah, you think? I don't know. I don't know. That's early 90s, ain't it? Oh, yeah. They weren't looking off back then, were they? I don't <laughs> I'm just know. There's all kinds of shit going on back then. No, I'm only kidding. Um, you don't have to kid. Nah, you know. Is she a redhead? Nah. nah they're dark haired. I'm pretty sure they were. They're looking off. I'm pretty sure they were. Oh, yeah, they were kissing in the video. I say they're munching carpet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're sticking a strap on. How's this dick feel? I don't know. It's not real. <laughs> well, it's been uh, it's been fun, dude. Um, so we were a little uh, might have been a little off this week. We, it's been a long couple days, uh, but yeah, we 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 charged through. And it was only two of us. We yes. charged. We somehow charged through it. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank Naked Broom. We want to thank my bookie. Uh, of course, we want to thank Rob Spear of RASWoodworking.com. Check him out. If you want any woodworking done, check it out. Uh, if you've seen our live videos, you see the uh, nice piece behind the bar. He works the wood. Yes, he does. He works the wood. <laughs> does it well. Um, we want to thank Mike Diddy for calling in the show tonight to give us some uh, baseball talk, which is good. It's always good to talk some ball, especially when your team's in the running here, and we'll see what happens, man. Um, uh, you know, I know the Eagles are the top – you know, top topic right now, or hot topic right now, but you know you have to talk Phillies, man, because you're you're still in the running here. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. In a couple of weeks, we'll be adding the Flyers in. Flyers, yeah, Flyers be uh, you know, early early October. So yeah, next thing you know, we'll be right back at four sports again. And Sixers right after that. Sixers entering probably most anticipated season in a long time. So we'll see. It was just two of us. We talked about a few things, but that time went freaking quick. Yeah, it did. It did go quick. So. I guess because I'm sober tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm relatively sober too. I'm too exhausted. Two, two beers. I I'm just actually, can't do another. I'm actually one. too exhausted to drink. Yeah. All right, we will see you guys next Friday night here on Wi-Fi Radio and iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn and Air Snack. <laughs>